Take the guesswork out of your cannabis shopping with the ECS DNA kit by Endocana Health. If you take pride in your canna nerdiness or are just canna curious, this kit empowers you to find more about the best cannabis choices. Right now, you can save 25% off your DNA test at endodna.com using promo code POD25. Your purchase includes the Endo DNA Collection Kit, Endo Decoded Report, personalized cannabinoid and terpene suggestions, and Endo Align products matching in your state. There will also be suggested dosage guidelines and optimum methods for inhalation or usage. Once you know your personal ECS data, you can shop Endo supplements tailored specifically for you. And right now, Endo DNA is celebrating their new patent with a buy one, get one offer on their Afika Soft Gel lineup. And since I know that many of you struggle with sleep, I want to highlight Afika Unwind, created to support health sleep cycles using patented proprietary formulations of hemp-derived CBD, terpenes, and essential oils. If sleep is eluding you, sweet dreams are in your future. Buy one for yourself and get one for a friend at endodna.com. And don't forget promo code POD25 at the checkout for 25% off your DNA test kit. Hi, this is David Yaz at the Boston Podcast Network, hoping you are staying safe and healthy during this period of precaution over the coronavirus. It's difficult to connect with your clients and contacts in a period such as this, but here we continue to produce podcasts that allow you to connect with the people that you want to reach. You've got a rapt audience like never before. People are home, they're listening, and they're waiting to hear from you. We can create a professional podcast with a quick turnaround and do the whole thing remotely so you don't have to leave your home. Get in touch with us at pod617.com. This is the Cannamom Show with Joyce and Amy, a podcast where we are sharing the inspiring stories of the real women in the emerging cannabis industry. I'm your host, Joyce Gerber, mom, political activist, lawyer, and I've been speaking with women from coast to coast who are leaders in the revolution of cannabis and caregiving, and along with my canna sister, mom, realtor, cancer survivor, Amy Searles, we are on a mission empower women-centric cannabis businesses by sharing their stories with you. So go make a cup of tea or roll yourself a joint and come learn something new about this magical plant on the Cannamom Show with Joyce and Amy. Welcome to the Cannamom Show. So let's do a quick introduction and give a check-in and uh, just start it. All right. Today's guest. Today's guest arrived in the cannabis world following a very impressive 30 plus years in mainstream corporate America. She's also the mom of two and the COO of Hippo Premium Packaging, which she co-founded with her friend Carrie Ragedock, another powerhouse in her own right. Before quitting her corporate job in 2017 to focus entirely on cannabis packaging, today's guest attended one of the very first MJ BizCons in November 2015 in Vegas, which Amy and I went to last year, and saw saw for herself the opportunities, all the opportunities in cannabis packaging, but she wasn't sold on jumping in quite yet. And then, when Carrie established the company in 2016, today's guest stepped up to help and together they set out on their mission to provide superior products and services to the cannabis industry with pride, passion, and professionalism. 
And although today's guest has a personal relationship with cannabis, she is also the mother of a 17-year-old who, for the first seven years, was medicated heavily to control her seizures. But this brave mama educated herself on the powers of cannabis and transformed her daughter's life. We are here today to talk about cannabis as medicine, cannabis packaging, and the potential for cannabis to renew American industry, next on The Cannamom Show with our guest, Julia Gosnell, COO of Hippo Premium Packaging. Welcome! <laughs> Welcome. Thank you, ladies. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Oh, same. Let's do a quick check-in, Dave. What's going on down there? Any more dance parties, things going on? Uh, the occasional virtual dance party, yes. Right. Reunited with some old summer camp buddies. You'll remember Russell Schwartz and Mark Blumenthal. And oh, yes. yeah, we have camp connections, too. Right. So, <laughs> sorry for that random shout-out. Yeah. Uh, we did. Love shout-out to Camp Tell Noah people. Camp Tell Noah. Two of, two oh of these boys were celebrating their birthday, so we did a virtual uh, oh, birthday nice. party. Fun. fun. Keeping it up. Fun, fun. Keeping connections yep. going. Yeah. Okay. Aim. You're in a different location. You're in the kitchen. That's good. They let you out of the basement. (laughs) You know, I was up here for the past few days, but I I still like the virtual background. I like that the cat is here. I like that too. It makes you feel very homey. Very mommy. Okay. So. Oh, oh, that's me. (laughs) That's you. Amy mommy. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, you know, things are okay. You know, I'm just distressed about, you know, the protests and what's going on. You know, I, I can't, you know. I'm glued to the news, but I can't watch the news. It's uh, it's easier to listen to it than watch oh, yeah. it. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's just it's a hard time. You know, it's it's a hard time to be here, and. Uh, but we're here to keep you, you know, this is 40 minutes of you to think about something a little bit different and something hopeful. That's the whole point of our cannabis show. Uh, uh, absolutely. You know, and cannabis helps. It does mm-hmm. help. We talk about oh, this. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's totally, so it, yes, it's, it's a thing. Go. It's a thing. And all right. All right. So we know. So welcome, Julia. Well, welcome, welcome. We can give a little COVID check in, but you have such a big story. Can we just kind of jump in where? Okay. Okay. So here. So, so I know you do have a personal relationship with cannabis, which we have talked about and you have the business, but you know, I just, can you talk about your daughter? Just, just could you start with the, maybe the diagnosis and things that happened in your life and how you got to the point where you were able to, you know, we talked about the, overcome the shame, overcome the stigma, overcome the fear, and really help her transform. I mean, it's a pretty powerful story, and we try to tell you know business stories, but I think this is really something that people need to understand. Well, thank you, Joyce and Amy. It's a pleasure to meet you. Um, so my daughter was born in 2003, Emma, um, and uh, in 2005 on Halloween morning, I was going into the bathroom at, at uh, 6.30 in the morning and turned around to find her in full uh, seizures uh, on my bed and not knowing what was happening we took her to hospital and were told that it was a febrile seizure she had a mild fever um, so it was very scary but we thought that's it probably won't happen again and two months later it happened again oh my shortly God. before the second episode we had been asked by our doctor to take her to the regional center in Los Angeles to have her potentially evaluated for autism. Um, it didn't seem right to me. She seemed like a, a little girl who wasn't banging her head against the wall, didn't look like autism to me, but I didn't know anything in 2005, certainly not what right, I know right. today. Um, so uh, six weeks after she had had her first seizure, she was then diagnosed with autism. And I, I you know, I, 
as a mother and many moms who, who partake in the show, to have a child um, be having fits and unable to speak for eight hours afterwards and then finding out that they have autism as well and their learning and development is going to be severely impacted by this. Um, I really needed to take a look at how to medicate myself. Um, I was telling Joyce I, I slept for seven years with a baby monitor next to my head in case she and she did. She had five more seizures. And he's not. And you have a child. Older, you have an older child. Older daughter. Yeah. Or? Yes, I have an older daughter too. She graduates mm -hmm. from UCSB next week. Mazel tov. Oh, uh, exciting! <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> yes. Let's yeah. hope she doesn't come home. She left. I got used to it. Now she might come back. Um, yeah, we can we can talk about that too, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so after yeah. Emma's diagnosis of both epilepsy and autism, I decided that I wasn't prepared to take Valium every day. I've always been a sort of type A nervous, worry walk kind of person, and um, I needed to take a look at how I could be best there for my daughter. And I decided to go out and get my medical marijuana card. Um, I had been introduced to cannabis and, and when I was in my 20s when I moved to the States and I was like wow this is so cool it doesn't give me a hangover <laughs> <laughs> right but, 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 my headaches are gone and I can feel great and wake up the next morning and be perfectly functional amazing um, oh, it's great <laughs> yeah and I made the decision personally that cannabis would be my medicine not that not um Valium I did not want to be on Valium, out of it. I needed to be yeah. there for my daughter. And right. at the beginning, I would really only smoke after she was in bed because I was so scared, will I be able to handle whatever situation comes up? And as we all know, you know, you, your body becomes used to cannabis and you're able to function that much more as you get more into it. And so my, right. it, it, it continued to sort of, I find myself taking a hit at lunchtime and then when I got home from work. But I needed that so that I could be there for her. The balance. So again, I, 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 I totally. emphasize this so often and I say it almost every show how, you know, we are so unbalanced at so many times of our day, but we have to be there for our kids. And if we aren't balanced for our kids, we can't be present. And that's, you know, the thing that you need to be is you need to be present, especially with a child with a special needs. And it's this whole idea that you're high and you're off in space. You're not off in space. You're focused right. on the thing in front of you. <laughs> exactly. It's, you're not checked out you're at not all. Checked out. You're actually not. checked in. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But in yeah. 2005, the stigma around my yes, friends of course. Yeah. At me smoking when I have a child who's suffering and they're thinking that I cannot be responsible for her if I'm high right was right. really difficult and, of course. and and it and I was shamed and if I ever went away with my girlfriends I would be sneaking off to smoke and because they didn't approve of it and I can't believe how much has changed thank god oh, I know yeah you know? like, and, yep. and, and, and all the time and then again you do not fit the stereotype you're a corporate woman you have been uh, you have functioned in this world in a in, a, in an impressive way beyond men mostly I mean you took care of two children a special needs child and kept a you know a high profile profession kept your marriage together and are still standing I don't know <laughs> right <laughs> yeah my, my husband and I are like wow how did we survive this 80 percent of special needs parents don't survive but my husband's a big proponent of my cannabis use. He's not a cannabis user, but he's the first to say, you're stressed out, would you please go out ahead? Because he knows I will calm down. I go from 60 to zero, right? Yes, <laughs> exactly. 
right. So, yeah. all right, so, so you recognize that this is for yourself, but you're still, you're still living with the shame, obviously. So, how do you get? Well, to I the came, point? I came out of the can of closet when I started Hippo with Carrie. I felt. The but yeah, but I'm talking. But how did you get? So you're, you know, you're doing this, and you're getting to your daughter. How do you get to the point where you're, you're like, okay, my daughter's this ill, and I, well, I, I have this relationship. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know what I knew then. Yeah. Um, Sadly, because instead of having her on meds that, that numbed her brain for seven years, I would have had her on Charlotte's oil or one of the other epilepsy drugs. But even they weren't around. Those tinctures weren't around in 2005. Right. Nothing was. There, there, right. Wasn't, there weren't choices. It was right. hardcore meds to dull the electrical activity in the brain. That's what. That's a, actually that's a good way to phrase it. Because I don't think people understand, again, what cannabis does and what the medications do. It, right. So the, mm-hmm. And the cannabis, does, it stops the electrical activity. It calms it, which is what it does for us. It calms it, right? Um, right. And if I'd known then, I would not, because she was a zombie for seven years. Thank God, when she came, came off the meds, this whole human person emerged, and she went from below basic skills to advanced in school and is now 100% mainstream, which is still a, a complete amazement to me. Um, but I now use Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it, it's like, incredible. Incredible. What a powerful testimonial. I mean, seriously, powerful. Ugh. It, it's for any mom that has a special needs or a kid or someone that has something like epilepsy, you are, you are two moms. You're a working mom mm-hmm. and you're a special needs mom because that never you never stop working when you have a child with special needs. Oh my god, your clothes are on backwards again. No, you use too much soap washing the dishes. You know, it's so you never stop watching out for them. And yeah, but I, mean, I, I, you know, and I'm lucky I don't have family here in this country really to support me. And I, my husband and I have just poured everything into trying to give Emma as normal life as possible. And so, now I give her tinctures. I do yes. give her. So, so can we go through right. that? Like, so how did you yeah. feel? Like, again, you know, right. again, Charlotte's Web, Charlotte's, the, we, that's sort of familiar to people. But how did you figure out who were you working with? Like, I know there's one pediatrician in Massachusetts who will work with children with seizures. But who are you working with out there in California? Did you have medical advice? Were you sort of, a lot of these stories right. that we hear are people experimenting on themselves or, you know, on their yep. children. Oh, yeah. Getting into like, <laughs> see, did you have any connections or that groups that you? I had you know? no connections at all. I just knew that I sprained my ankle in 2016 and one of my wonderful clients in Humboldt, Humboldt Harvest, giving her a shout out, has a wonderful line of tinctures. And within five days of spraining my ankle so severely and taking her pain relief, I had no swelling and I could drive. It was my right ankle. And I was like, okay, I am a believer. I am a believer. (laughs) This stuff, and this was CBD, right? And I'm THC for my anxiety, but this is CBD, which is a whole new world to me. Right. And I, like, I, I, and so I spoke with with uh, Esther of Humboldt Harvest, and I said, my daughter's having terrible periods. She's, you know, nauseated. She's cramping. She looks deathly white. She said, I have a cycles tincture. It has a little bit of THC in it, but it works great. And having seen the effects myself, I decided to try it on her when she came home sick from school one day. She was miserable. And within an hour and a half, she's up and around doing just absolutely great. And I'm like, how are you doing? She's like, I feel great. I have no pain. I'm not nauseated anymore. Just gone. So that's what we use when she has severe periods. And it has THC in it. 
And I'm still a little embarrassed about that, and I shouldn't be. Right. <laughs> you and shouldn't be at all. And again, it's this idea that we've we've, we've molecularized it and kind of, you know, and we, um, taken it out of extracted from things. But, you know, what we talk more and more about with people who understand this is it's the full spectrum. It's the yeah. idea that you need the right. whole, it's a, something about this plant works with our body in a certain way when it's all there. I don't understand it. I know nothing about science, but I know <laughs> other people talk about this. So. Right. The whole THC is going to be interesting to see how it evolves once it's legalized or whatever happens next. So this is right. so this is for your older daughter. This um, no, this is my youngest daughter. Oh, this is what you're about both of them. Okay, okay. So my oldest daughter uh, uses CBD regularly. She is a huge fan, college, uh, university student. Uses it for anxiety and for sleep. Um, and I uh, was diagnosed with a colon condition five years ago, a very rare colon condition, and I had to stop drinking, which was very depressing. <laughs> um, I was like, thank God for my cannabis. Yeah, thank um, God for the cannabis. Really? Yes. And um, <laughs> since I discovered uh, uh, Happy Roots edibles, I'm now able to take edibles and have one or two beers a night, and all the nausea is gone. So my daughter um, uses those uh, CBD edibles for her own anxiety and, and uh, tinctures as well. So other than my husband, we're, all, we're a cannabis family now. I do want to talk right. about your packaging because you know how I do love to talk about packaging, which is oh weird. I, mean, I, <laughs> before, I know, but before it's we not meant for, you know, the, oh, we're going to get into this, but before we move on, arthritis. So what, what, what would you, I mean, now it's a different era. Obviously this is almost um, 15 years after you've actually like stepped into this world for parents, but how, you know, and there's still some shame with this, which is why we still have the podcast. So what are you right. telling, what advice would you give for parents or mothers or people who are like just trying to function in this world in, in terms of your own experience? You know, the, the reason they call this category Chardonnay moms is for, for a reason, because for working, hardworking moms at home or outside of the home, when five o'clock rolls around, it's happy hour and we deserve to have our happy hour. And I think that, you know, having a, a joint or a bowl or an edible at five o'clock is just as good as having a glass of Chardonnay. And don't be afraid of it. I was interviewed. Don't be, right. don't be afraid. I think that's don't, that be, afraid. don't right. be afraid. Don't be afraid. Right. right. <laughs> I, I, the, I, was, I had an interview with a Los Angeles Times reporter who said that she finally tried cannabis after drinking for so many years and she was scared of it. She tried it and she's like, what the hell? Why have I just wasted 20 years of my life? Amen, sister. It's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> right? it's crazy. Right. I was afraid of the Grateful Dead in college because I didn't, I was so uncool. i like, what is the Grateful Dead? That <laughs> and now look at me. All right. Now look at that. <laughs> right. All right. <laughs> That's funny. All right. So, my friend, how did you go from big business, corporate America, you know, power woman to cannabis? That's my, my trajectory from law to pot. Well, it, involved, and it, yeah. it, involved, it involved cannabis because I was smoking a bowl with my dear friend Terry and looking at a Chibachu box. And I just said to her, what the hell, lady? Why aren't we doing this? If you ever decide to start your own print sales company where you're doing printing for cannabis, let me know. And four months later, she showed up on my doorstep and said, I'm putting a team together. I've started a company. Are you in? Do you want to work? Be my ops person. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, Do you remember that conversation? Yeah. And I'm like, what conversation? 
Um, be careful what you say. <laughs> yep, yep. And I was like, let me think. Um, let me call my husband. And I called him and said, shall I do this? 52 years old. I'm ready. So I called Carrie. I said, I'm in. And that's where it started. But I stayed in my corporate job, which was very well paid, for an extra six months trying to work both jobs. But, yeah. you know, Carrie and I both come from a corporate print background where we understand print and packaging at the the minutest level and my level of operations and contracts and business management, it was like a perfect marriage, really. And it is a marriage. And can you just describe her for a little bit? Because I, I, I've talked to her, but I don't, if you just want to talk a little bit about yeah, her so people Carrie know worked, the partnership, yeah. Yeah, Carrie worked for R.R. Donnelly, which is the largest printer in the world, um, and had a whole bunch of people shortly after she and I had smoked that famous bowl come into her printer. <laughs> That's the name of your show, The Famous Bowl. Yeah. Famous <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And all these guys came in and said, I need bait cart packaging, I need bait cart packaging. And she was like, heck, there's something to this. And so she approached the management and they, they just, first of all, they were like, yeah, give us a proposal. And they're like, no, from a financial standpoint, we are so big, we cannot be working with money. That Literally a couple of weeks before our 20th anniversary, she she said, I, I, I'm going to do this. And we'd just been to MJ BizCon, this tiny little show in Las Vegas. All right, so let's talk about what it was like, because we just went and we talked. We did an <laughs> entire tiny show. little show. Yeah, we did the it entire show about it. Yeah. tiny last no. year. We went in 2015 to the Rio, where there were about 4,000 attendees, maybe about 200 booths, as opposed to, what, the 11,300 from last year. And um, most of the booths weren't even booths. They were like old fashioned tablecloths with a poster in the background. Oh, wow. It was like, it was like, a, high, like a high school science project party. Exactly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's the future of America, people. Oh, right. my God. And tablecloths. It was, it was so, so unprofessional compared to last year, <laughs> where I just couldn't get over the enormity of that show last year. Oh, I um, know. So, yeah, we took Carrie's box, beautiful box of tinctures and labels and gorgeous. She calls it, she received the Oscars of print production for that. <laughs> and we showed it to people and everyone was like, we need you, we need you, we need you. We need help packaging. And we said, let's do it. We know. And we just knew in our hearts and we wanted to be ready. And yeah. so 2017 was spent preparing and becoming the best child-resistant package. Tell me some of the stories. So you have to test these, right? That's kind of the process. So tell me, like, what you actually go through to test it and what the kids do to overrun. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. well, it's, it's <laughs> as, in, as in the cannabis world, it's not particularly scientific, actually. You put 50 kids in one room and 50 seniors in another room. So, um, and then out of those 50, you need to have 45 seniors be able to open it and 45 kids not be able to open it. So, oh, really? Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, that's so it's funny. 10%, right? 10% variance. Yeah. Um, and somehow the seniors all do well, which I don't get because I can't open the frigging thing. So I don't understand how these seniors. <laughs> exactly. So we have our, our do a lot box out of India is our biggest seller. And that went through, I think, 13 rounds of testing because they would give this box to the kids and they would fight it. I mean, they do whatever they could. And then there was one session and this little three-year-old boy decided to put it on the floor and just stamp on it. And then another little boy went, oh, that looks like fun. I'm going to put my box on the floor and jump on it too. Right. Fail. Fail. We failed. That's how we yep. failed testing because some little boys jumped on the box. And smashed so, it. Where do you find these people to test your – so, <laughs> their neighbors or friends? We find them at schools. <laughs> oh, okay. So right schools. now, there's been no testing during this. Oh, oh, right, right. 
that makes testing sense. Testing's come to a halt. There's no child-resistant testing in this country. Oh, that's interesting. So we're stuck. We're, we're stuck with what we have until this is over. We are. Oh my God! Thumbs yeah. down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Let's move on to something more hopeful. How about ham? Oh yes, yes. Ham <laughs> uh, packaging. Yes, I have heard you ladies talk about ham. I heard you say, Joyce, why isn't everything just made out of ham? Right. Well, the good news is hemp is way on the radar now, and we are seeing right. two paper mills in the last three months. Mohawk and Nina produce the most beautiful hemp paper, absolutely gorgeous. That so is. hemp is coming. In India, hemp is growing like wildfire. Um, well, that's good to hear, actually. Yeah, uh, and, and India is such a big country, it's important they're going to get these crops of hemp going. So we are now seeing... Well, it'll be good for the land, too. It must be good for India yes. to be growing. Isn't it better for it them is. to grow hemp than, I don't know what else they grow, whatever they grow there? <laughs> uh, tobacco? Do they grow tobacco in India? Tobacco? They probably no. do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, hemp be good for it. It is. So we are right. already looking at hemp boxes um, oh, and paper boxes with paper buttons instead of plastic Ooh. buttons. So <gasps> we are... I like that. Yeah, so like, yeah, I love. <laughs> I'm doing this just for you, ladies. Thanks. Because uh, I know how important it is. So you want I to use my teeth to uh, open up the pre-roll uh, <laughs> <laughs> packages at, uh, at Mayflower. I can't get the sticker off. It's impossible. Oh, you, yeah. need a, you need a second tool, so I just bite it. I'm waiting for like a, a dental accident. Yeah, please. I'm sure your dentist isn't very happy with you. No. <laughs> I try to be careful, you know. And why does a joint have to be in a child? It's just like, it's absurd. We can, know. you know, we even talk about delivery now. So I know packaging is different, but you know, before the pandemic, you had to show, go through three levels of security. The buildings aren't marked here. You, you it's a security guy up front. You only had cash, whatever. You, have to, you know, it's a process. You have to check in. It, it's scary. Now you order it and they come outside and they throw it in your car. So <laughs> that's like, I know. I the packaging can ease up a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah, I think so. I think so. <laughs> oh, these yeah. regulations are not making it any easier, unfortunately. No. And regulations are different by state. So HIPAA's working on a new online tool that will allow you to print stuff and just bring in a template based on the state that you actually working so or you're, you're processing and so we we have a need to be able to help people get their packaging even if they're small mom and pop shops that are just starting right. out they want 500 little bundle jars and labels so we're trying to reach the entire audience by offering everything from small to large orders and we're going to do that online so people can choose their brand and choose their state and, and they're they're beautiful. So how are we going to do that? I mean, I know, I mean, just as an attorney and I kind of like get the, I mean, every, not only every state is different, like municipalities within states are different and communities yeah. within, you know, counties are different. Like, so how, is there some, the system you're using or that you've kind of discovered? Work well, we have our own system that we'll be using and we're tying that in with a very robust compliance software that's already built by state. Right. So that we can keep those regs updated because, yeah, where does your logo go and which warning statement do you need? You know, and does your logo have to be on the primary panel? Does the cannabis logo, where does that go? You know, where does the weight go, the nutritional? The, you know, now on all the packaging, you have to actually put instructions, which is so silly for a pre-roll. So the logo... Wait, 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 no, wait, 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 go back, no. back, back, back. Are there instructions on a pre-roll? I never noticed now, that. 
It has to be in California. There has to be an instruction. So I just came up with one. I wrote one for my client and I said, inhale for immediate satisfaction. How does that sound? That that, that sounds great. Does that satisfy it? Oh Inhale. my god! Right. Well, I mean, I mean, even and if you and if my listeners have not actually purchased anything from a dispensary, it is covered. It is literally covered in labels, like covered, covered in labels oh, yeah. to the point where I understand what the cannab. I understand what this is, and I have no idea half the time if it's. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I like, what are they trying to tell me? THC, There's a lot of data. There's just too much right. data on there. I can't access it. And it's hard to see. I mean, I don't know about you. I can't read it. I'll have to get out of reading glasses. I mean. You know, come on. Six point type. That's the legal requirement, but none of us can actually read it. No, six point point type. Yeah, six point. That's why you can't read it. Yeah, it's so sad because branding sort of gets suffocated. Yeah, right. Right. Because of all the labeling and this regulation and that rule and that warning, it's hard for brands. So what we try and do is try and incorporate all of those regulations with the branding so that you get both. So you're, you're, you're yeah. able to relate to both, but still have all the information you need. We have a compliance officer on staff that we brought on, and we don't charge our clients for compliance reviews until by state. So can you guys talk a little bit about your about what your packaging looks like in addition to, like, you know, in addition to having to follow all the rules very carefully, you also have a very unique um, style, I guess I would say, or the way you Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. our, our creative director, John, is, is uh, absolutely amazing. But the style is really based on our clients. I mean, we've branded 25 companies, and we work with them to develop their style to tell their story. Well, maybe you're but, telling their stories really well. Maybe that's what the difference is. You no, know, because we, yeah. I mean, we, we do, again, I do talk to everybody at these conventions, and I talk about, you know, labeling and packaging endlessly. So I've seen a lot of the things that are out there, and there are always just a few places that really kind of strike me. And other ones just seem sort of a bit generic and, you know, just trying to, like, move it forward. You know, so the difference. And, and I think the aesthetic, we talked about, you know, the aesthetic yeah. for women is different. So yeah. that's, it's, an important, it's, it's an important part of the process. You know, we want to have, um, again, experiential marketing. You know, you want to go into a nice dispensary. Like Amy and I were in this great dispensary in Vegas. And it was very female-oriented with chandeliers. And the moms yeah. were coming in. And it so literally nice. had a menu. You know, and then we went to another dispensary, like, you know, a dude place. You know, you could tell it was for the dudes. It was like. <laughs> right, right. You Big know, warehouse. Yeah. And it just uh, was. And again, this is a very important market of the cannabis world. So you're yeah. really, I think you're catering to those people and making their products stand out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we we love, I have, most of my clients are women. And it's right. just been the way it is. I sell as well as running operations because I'm not selling, I'm consulting. Mm-hmm. It's different. Right. Right, so I'm a consultant, and so now I work with my own clients, and most of them are women, and we just have a blast. We have so much fun. (laughs) So can can we work? (laughs) So can you talk about maybe like a little bit about the process? So if we have anyone listening who's got a product or an idea or something, and they how would they work with you? How would they come to you? How would it work? Yeah. Well, you can contact me directly at Julia at hippopackaging.com. And that's all the notes. People just look for it. (laughs) Or our website. Oh, the website. Yeah www.hippopackaging.com we call ourselves the heavyweights of packaging so we have a contact form on the website so we do branding and we do packaging and we work with agencies who just want us to do the packaging we can do everything from layouts to design we work with everything from boxes to tubes Um, we really have set up an amazing distributor network around the world so that we've got you know, many, many choices, whether it's recyclable stocks for a stewardship council, um, you know, 
don't forget plastic that everybody says they hate is actually often more recyclable than things like cornstarch. Oh, yeah, we and didn't even get to that part. We talked yeah, <laughs> vegetative uh, containers, and you're like, wow, this is so cool for the environment, man. But God forbid you put that in your trash can or you recycle, it will not break down at all. You have to take it to whatever facility there is in whatever town that has a little corner where they recycle and biodegrade corn and vegetable starch containers. So it's so much work. Can you imagine you buy a sheet and then you've got to physically take this container? So how much are we really saving the planet when we're producing in in, with vegetables? We're actually not because most people are not going to do that and they're going to toss it in the recycle bin. That's right. Thinking of it'll course. break down, and it right. won't. It right. won't. Actually, wow. a, a, a little bit of like cannabis wow. insight here, people, which I didn't know until yesterday either. So, yeah. are you ha- are you having any issues now with the um, supply chains? Now that the whole world is sort of imploding. Uh, we're, no, we're you're good. good. <laughs> yeah, we're we're good. We're producing in China. We're a distributor for a brand new jar and bag program. We're the first USA distributor to be tin. Um, so we have all, and everything is. Um, everything's moving. We're moving inventory in. We're going to be inventorying these items from the online platform. So we'll have them in stock and people will be able to order them right away, which will be, you know, very helpful. But right now our supply chain is good, solid. Yeah, it was quiet. March was a little bit hectic and things got slowed down and a couple of things came to a grinding halt, but yeah. it didn't last long. So no one suffered, thank good. goodness. And good, good. 20 deadlines were met, which is the most important thing. Because marijuana didn't close, it didn't close down in California. I mean, cannabis for the most no, part. No, no, it's still essential. They tried yeah. to make it non-essential in San Francisco for five minutes, but that's about as long as it <laughs> Yeah, not going to happen. No. Right. No. So, do you, so again, this is my other favorite subject. So do you see this moving domestically? Do you see this becoming more of a American? I mean, you said you're still getting things products from China, obviously, and they have a different relationship with cannabis than we do. I don't know what the real is. Yeah, well, some of them some of them won't work with us because they're like, no, it's cannabis. Yeah. Um, I, to be honest with you, I don't think that we will ever be able to produce things at the same cost as China. I mean, if I've got an eighth flower bag, it's half the price in China with great mm-hmm. quality. You know, why should someone pay 28 cents for a bag if they can pay 14? Their ROI mm-hmm. will improve so much. I yeah. wish it was. I wish I wasn't saying that. I don't yeah. like it. I wish it was right. all. I could feel good that the U.S. can compete, and they right. will in some things. But I don't. I. I, I That's part of it. More yeah. overseas, actually. We're we're more overseas now than we are domestic. Yeah. So. Uh, well, so let's talk about Canada too. So we talk. I mean, are oh. you doing? Are you doing international? Um, we I are. Guess. We, yeah. we actually produce one of the largest in the world. Really. We did a couple of million chocolate bar boxes. So, talk, so can you talk, can you just do like a, I mean, it's one country, but can you just do like a, a quick comparison of like what it, it, Canadian, how they're handling the labeling, packaging, whatever, versus yeah. so, this in America? It's <laughs> so boring. I mean, it's just boring as belief. They can't put anything on their boxes. They have to be plain. They can use yellow. They can use black. It can't be pretty. It can't be huh. anything. It's just got to oh, have a little logo. Oh, it's so sad. Oh, it's so sad. It's a bummer. It is. It's really yeah. a bummer. Um, and then the other thing is, is that their servings, uh, the maximum serving they can sell is 10 milligrams. So 10 what? 10 milligrams. Oh. So we did a chocolate bar in this huge box. 10 milligrams. And we were going to do 10. 
10 in a box. And then last spring, they came back and said, no, we're keeping it at 10 milligrams. So we had to do a big box of one 10 milligram bar. So ridiculous. That's right, ridiculous. So it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. And suffering because right. of it. Right? right. It, and so talk about packaging, Joyce. Now if everything is packed, every 10 milligrams has to be packaged. Right? Ridiculous. It's crazy. And there are, there are 38 different warning statements between the different states that are so different that you have to print 38 different boxes. So What a waste. Waste of time, waste. resources, energy. Yeah. Arbitrary. <laughs> just arbitrary. Simplify. Right? We just need to simplify. So, how, I, again, so you're staying on top of a lot of stuff, and this is changing pretty yeah. regularly. All the time. All the time. Mm. And I, wow. So what is, uh, just could you, I don't know, just talk about what is a typical day? Do you come in and realize like 12 regs have already changed and you have to like update things or how fast are things changing across the country? I mean, I read, I can't stay on top of this. I list, I read a little bit, but for you, how, how big of an impact well, do you we're, have? We're fortunate that we have a compliance attorney that does this for okay, us. Yeah. <laughs> he, he comes back to us and he's like, okay, Massachusetts is, going back to you know recreational and they've but they've made this emergency statement that this has to also be included mm -hmm. so we it updates and then we actually have a cheat sheet for every state smart that yeah, we can yeah. provide that we provide our clients with so it's like not right. only will we help you with the compliance and do a review for you here are in layman's terms yeah <laughs> in right. bureau terms you know, how do you lay out in Michigan? Where does your, where does the cannabis on the go? That goes on the back in California. It's gone front. So we actually have cheat sheets that we keep updated every time there's a change because otherwise yeah. we can't stay on top of it. And my goal is to not stop the press. I don't want anyone. That's to very stop helpful. The press. My attorney says we've got to add one word. Wow. And, I, what, and, and I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I, we, um, has there been persecution? I mean, prosecutions yet? Has, you, has this been an issue yet in the states or any with your companies when people make a mistake or what? How are they being? Oh, it has been an issue. That's why yeah. we hired a compliance yeah. attorney. People have thrown away so much packaging inventory or restickered oh. it, which looks right. kind of crummy because yeah. there was a mistake, or they bought too much inventory, and then in California the rules just you know changed every six months for two years. So every time they changed exit bags for six months, no child resistant bags, no exit bags, that's six months. So inventory was ordered and then it would be useless. Right. It's, this just, is, it's just, this is the first year since January in California where things are stable and we actually think we know what we're doing. <laughs> but, but again, you know, for now everybody thinks, everybody's going to, you know, people think they're going to get into this business because it's going to make a lot of money. And I know that it's not. And I know that the people who are sticking with it, despite the craziness, despite like, you know, again, constantly changing regs to ADE, not being able to deduct normal expenses, having really high banking fees, compliance issue. I mean, there's so many and people who understand this plant are staying in it and smart businesswomen like you. And I talk about this professionalizing this industry. This is, sticking it out until it works so and you're part of the solution you're part, you're, you're staying in it and you're, you're i mean as we're, much. We're, <laughs> we love it we are we are two old women who love cannabis and just been had such successful professional careers and just said we can do this 
I'm impressed. All right. So this, we're talking forever. All right. So we have to take a break. I know. Um, so we'll be right back with today's guest, Julia Gosdell of Hippo Premium Packaging. On the other side, we'll be talking about Amy and my favorite things. And then um, a few more questions and that's it. All right. We'll be right back. All right. So what we want to talk about today are the My Jane products. And Amy and I um, each got a box which we are going to be talking about in a minute. But I wanted to say the first thing I noted about the MyJane products, which are really special, these CBD products that are curated by women for women and are supporting women businesses, is the beautiful smell. I mean, when's the last time you got a box and you open it up? It was so fragrant. Oh, <laughs> I know. It, it was a lovely coconutty, vanilla-y, just a lovely scent. I love it. I have it on my hands right now. I have uh, the cocoa Canna Hemp Oil Body Butter. So and that's one of the products that's in there. Oh, and that's all, one of the products in the box. And oh. there are lots of different. So these are all the different products that are curated by My Jane. They had um. Right. So you were you, you had the girlfriend box. So it's kind of curated I, yeah, towards like um box. like if you have like a friend you want to give something to a friend or like a wedding gift yeah something like oh, that totally yeah yeah birthday gift just a thank you gift yeah. anyone that's interested in CBD and you know doesn't know what product to get this is absolutely perfect so what kind of things are in there like how many things do you think maybe six things no there's like 11 or 12 items in there and there's also this gorgeous piece of jewelry so i guess each box gets a different piece of jewelry and it's called uh purpose and purpose so every time you buy a box and you get the jewelry and the proceeds go to this organization that helps women uh, girls uh that were trafficked yeah i mean Yeah. It's so sad. And they make the jewelry. And I just feel like this is such a great way of like helping. You know, and, you get to shop and and, and, it, and within and in the package actually I think there's a, a little note that says the girl or some a connection to the actual girl who you're made the, yes. piece of the jewelry. So it's 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 a nice connection. So it's a it's a high end box. Lovely. The box is very oh. solid. My friend oh who my was gosh. just on said you could probably use the box as a stash box afterwards, if that's your thing. I think it's a, it's a perfect <laughs> stash, stash box. It's absolutely perfect. And we're talking about this a lot. So why don't you yes, go yes. To, in our notes. We, you go to the MyJane um, mm-hmm. link in our notes or um, yep. check out their website. And if it's something that you're interested in, you can get a full box. You can get it for yourself. You can get it for a friend. You can get a product within it. So let us yep. know what you think because the Canon Mom Show, we like these products and we want to share them with you. All right, we are back with our guest today, Julia. But before we finish up with her, we are going to go into Amy's favorite thing, which is one of our My Jane products, which we like. This is a new one. Oh, yeah. It's for moms. It's all those ladies who have been holding it up while they've been home. So this is something we can, uh, <laughs> you can give to your friends, your sisters, anyone. So what do you, Amy, talk about oh, it. My Tell God. me what it is. So, so there are two new boxes, and they're called the She Survival Box. There's a mini box. And it's really reasonable, $29. And it comes with all of these amazing CBD products, hemp products, lip balms, bath bombs. It is so cute. And the packaging is amazing, by the way. Yeah, and it um, smells nice. Always smells oh nice. My, I love the smell. <laughs> I do. I love it. <laughs> and then the other survival, the She Survival Box, this one's $49. And it has full-size products. And it has this. Uh, an amazing candle that just smells incredible, like vanilla-y. And, and they have like, and the thing about it is coconutty, like- Coconutty. It's so good. And it's focused on like funny. It's trying to make people things funny. So again, these moms, you're staying home. You're taking care of people. You feel shitty. You should be able to take care of yourself. So these are like products that allow you to take a moment to go into the bath with a little bit of humor. So I don't uh, know if you can, absolutely. can you read the cards? Are they on there? I can't remember. I put them on the Let's website. See. 11 cards with humor content. Yeah, there you go. Let's yeah. see. <laughs> 
<laughs> Where are these cards? So that was part of the idea. They're going to keep you laughing. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Like calm while you're, you know, maybe, you know, again, like we've been talking about during the show. It's just, it's so important for moms to make some time to take care of themselves. Because if you uh, aren't taking care of yourself, you can't take care of others. Absolutely. It's important to just take a half hour, an hour a day, dedicate time to yourself and pamper yourself. And, you know, C- CBD products are amazing, as we all know. Any aches, pains. I don't know. I have nerve pain in my shoulder. <laughs> I work out a lot and I love, they have such a great bomb and I love using it. And uh, I think their products are just. Anyway, so check them out. Go online, go dynamite. to my chain and you can send them to your friend. I think girlfriend's day is sometime in June, your f- best girlfriend's yeah, day. Not just for know. moms. No, just you know, for someone. For just like, any woman. <laughs> Really, yeah, so to get a little gift on the package, I sent one. I sent something to my sister. People like getting presents, especially if you don't get to see them. So just check it out. It's the say the name again of the cute little box name. Yeah, it's the She Survival Box, and there's a full and a mini. The full is forty nine, and the mini's twenty nine. Super reasonable. And if you want to try a lot of like incredible products that have been like vetted yep. by professionals, uh, not the gas station. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and again, you know? and these, and again, the, the helping women. This is again the whole point of my Jane is women helping yes. women, and uh, um, you know, giving exactly. part of their proceeds are going to uh, reestablishing girls who have been trafficked. And you know, helping them regain lives. So this is a really important cause for women. And before we Absolutely. go back to our guest, oh, are you one more I was second? gonna say one more thing. In the okay. forty-nine dollar uh, box, you also get that awesome piece of jewelry. And oh, yes. I see and I have that bangle and I love it and I wear it and I feel like um doing something, you know. For um, purpose. It's helping, called purpose, you know. It gives you purpose. Exactly. Yes. So awesome. yeah, no, this is great. I'm so happy to be affiliated with my Jane. You know, it just feels like a great little partnership. So and, I love and so it. I, so then we do a little, um, they introduce us to their product um, creators every once in a while. So this week we talked to the woman who created Coca Canna, which mm. I didn't actually understand what it was. So it is a candle, this one, that melts into a wax that you can use on your hands. And it has 400 milligrams of uh, CBD in it. That's so, fantastic. I know. So <laughs> also, I don't have that, that candle. I no, have, right, so she, I have so the... She, so she, this young woman, her I name's, yeah, her name's Anna. She has two products. She's like 30. She works with some like really high end women, um, cosmetic companies since she was 18. She understood the power of cannabis again. And she created the simple yeah. product, coconut wax and, uh, CBD. And mm. like, I love candles. I have tons of high end candles around my house. My house smells expensive. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. But, but you know, at some point you can't use them anymore. This thing I can like burn it and I put it on my hands and they feel good. So again, it's now that's recycling. That's Coca, like Coca Canna. Yeah. And yeah, again, these it. are reasonable. Coca Canna, I think they're $35 high end candles. I've spent a lot more. I will <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yes, anyway, yes. so, so that's our product for today. These are our favorite things. They'll be in the show yeah. notes. So all right. I love Thanks, it. Amy. That was good. Yeah. You're very welcome. <laughs> all right. We're back with Julia. Um, all right. So we've talked a little bit about your, daughter and about your business and I don't know what do you see about your community is there different things happening in terms of um women in business I I, could you are you've been you know a professional for a long time you stayed in the game so do you see the shift in the cannabis CBD acceptance world oh absolutely yeah it warms my heart Um, oh so many women and I I have so many new friends. <laughs> I know that's how I feel. Right? Every, because we're so aligned in our in our thought process and what we want, um, and so we have this huge thing that brings us together before we even started. And um, 
we're such great multitaskers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just see that the, the women, as they become less afraid and more accepting of the plant, will want to be more involved. So I, That's a I, good point. I, I think that's true. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. yeah. So I see women absolutely dominating this industry. We've got yes. All right. We've so my last favorite domination. question. Domination. Domination. So I haven't asked. to happen. So I haven't <laughs> yeah. been asking people lately, but what yeah, is your favorite? We haven't been. I just, I've been so busy with other things. So what is, uh, <laughs> my friend Asia always asks this. So what is your yes. favorite way to just consume, Julia? <laughs> uh, I am a good old uh, inhaler with my weed in my bowl. That's usually on my bong. Um, I don't keep the bong out because I just don't want it out <laughs> but so yeah. usually a bowl I, I I was a smoker for a cigarette smoker for many years so that inhalation and breath is just seems to work for me so do you feel actually that's interesting this uh, you can you still consume cannabis flour but you stop smoking cigarettes so have you felt the yeah. difference in your lungs nope nope <laughs> <laughs> maybe if I smoked a little less <laughs> Right, right. Nope. Do you like, like, I mean, people, I don't like tinctures. I just don't like the way they taste personally. So, um, mm. you know, I've tried a lot of them. People send them to me. That's just not my favorite. And I'm not a good, no. I mean, I do like to smoke flour. That is my favorite way, but yeah. I just, it's, it's the thing that works. Um, me too. Yep. Me right. too. We have a couple more minutes. Do you want to talk about 11? Remember we, oh, <laughs> Julia yeah. and I have this very weird. So I don't know if people don't know this about me, but I have this very weird thing about 11. I am born on May 11th when I ran for a school committee seat. Many years ago, my campaign manager was 11. I live in <laughs> Ward 11. My house is 1012 Fairfield, so it's technically 11. Like, and <laughs> so I, I like this, that logic. I, ha- I, had this weir- I had this weird belief when I was campaigning that 11 was just a, like, a, a lucky number. And then, like I told Julia, when I lost, I decided I didn't like 11 anymore. I was going to like 12. <laughs> but, <laughs> Funny. But Julia likes 11. So, And that's kind of about the MJ biz. It all goes back to MJ biz. Right. Well, it, yeah. it actually goes back to before MJ Biz. I didn't okay. realize the connection till then. Um, I was homesick about five years ago. And so I was up a little bit later at night. And it seemed to me like every time I looked at my clock, it was 11-11. It didn't matter what I was doing, what part of the room, the house I was in. And I started to become obsessed with it because it seemed to me the only time I ever looked at the clock, it was 11-11. Right. It was like a uh, message. Yeah. Right. Well, that, I'm I have a spiritual side and I thought maybe there's something to this. So I went online and I said, is there such thing as an 11-11 phenomenon? And all this stuff came up and I like jumped back from the computer. It was like, ah, you know, because. Wow. And then I realized two years later that we had gone to MJ BizCon to check everything out on 11-11-15. And. I have just, it has stuck with me and I have a bracelet. And it changed your life. 11-11 changed your life. life. When I I read about the phenomenon online, I decided to make the context of what I read about changing my life. But that's what I took from it. And yeah, just a couple of months later, it was 11-11 and we went to Vegas and it did change my life. You know, I always look at my phone at 420 for some reason. Always. I she's, why. She's, she's <laughs> many, many years. Many, many I mean, years always. I, I'm always taking <laughs> screenshots when I look down. I'm like, oh, 420. <laughs> my internal clock. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of 420 connections to me now, too. Like, now that I'm aware of it, like, my oil had to be changed on 420. That was like, weird. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, and I was supposed to get a new bed. I, my husband, before my children came home and I became a WeWork space, we had decided to renovate our entire bedroom. And uh, we had ordered this very nice bed back in January, which was supposed to be delivered on 420, which it never yeah. showed up. It never came. Oh, but. perfect. <laughs> oh um, all right. Uh, we have to go. I'm sorry, Julia. Maybe we'll come out to California and hang with you someday. Hey, well, I would love it. Let's have a 20 break, ladies. <laughs> I like that. Uh, as soon as we're allowed to fly... Yeah. somewhere well, yeah. well maybe we'll go to like the next uh what's the big events out there what are the big uh cannabis oh, yeah. events in your area well oh. hall of flowers is our biggest really um but uh an emerald cup emerald cup is, is all right big every december all right well, if we ever get to if we ever get to leave america i mean uh, Massachusetts exactly. again we're like right, that's where we're right. going exactly. all right thank you so much julia this was fabulous yeah. all right yeah. for my guest thank you Julia Gosnell, COO of Hippo Premium Packaging. All the notes, how to connect with her right there. You'll find it if you need her. She'll be uh, she'll be your friend. I want to thank my Canada sister, Amy Searles. Good hey, seeing hey. you. Yeah, um, great seeing you. Josh Lampkin for writing and performing the Canada Mom theme music. Our interns, Jamima and Grace, killing it. Our business team, Kelly Dolan of Retail Results and Laurie Lennon of Think You Better Media. Our attorney, Kim Kramer of McLean Middleton. And our partner, Cannabis Creative Group. And especially... I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to The Canna Mom Show, where we are talking about caring for and giving voice to women in the emerging cannabis industry, one canna story at a time. I'm Amy Searles. Please follow us on social media at The Canna Mom Show and subscribe everywhere and anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast because we'll be there. We're there. And I'm Joyce Gerber. <laughs> this is the Canon Mom Show, and we are a production of Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey there, my name is Leah Babrudi, and I'm the founder and host of Cannachix Podcast, where I discuss cannabis, psychedelics, and other natural medicines. I not only interview people who use them as treatment for different conditions, but also the entrepreneurs who share their knowledge on how they built their businesses. If this sounds interesting to you, give my show a listen. I'm sure you'll learn something that'll surprise you.